and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Hi, welcome back to the radio program. Look at the handsome young fella sitting across from us, Gas. That is Curtis Crabtree, our Seahawks Mariners reporter. Reports on everything around around town. You can follow him at Curtis underscore Crabtree. He's a tired pup. He has been yeah. at it for like four straight days. Can I tell you what I just said to Curtis before you walked in? You're talking. You were race race car. Well, talk. we got on race car talk because I looked at Curtis and and Curtis knows I love him. I think he's really terrific at what he does. I said, you know, I got to be honest. I'm out of draft questions. I got no more draft questions. Curtis says we. Curtis says we don't have to talk about draft. We can talk about it. And then what was it? What race was it? Oh, I mentioned the race in Baku, Azerbaijan yeah. last night that I watched up until late which is why I'm so wiped out. <laughs> Here's the thing about F1, yeah, and Curtis so knows good. a lot more about it than I do. I'm more of an, a NASCAR. He's in a fan- Are you guy? still doing fantasy F1? No, God, no. You were? It was just me and my roommate well, still. dorking around. Okay. Him and his roommate fantasizing. <laughs> um, here's the thing about that sport. You said things. Yeah. <laughs> to be good at that sport, to be good at F1, when you think about it, because there's no, there's no other sport like it in terms of every week or every other week, whenever they race, you're in a different country, Different culture, different, yeah. different everything. There's no other sport like right, Curtis. There's yeah. no other sport like there are sports. Certainly, golf travels occasionally, tennis, tra- but this is every single event is in a different country, different language, different. You know, it's it's to me. I'm not a huge F1 guy, but it it's something when you're good at that, right? I mean, that, you got to overcome a lot. It's tough travel. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> all sports have tough travel in some regards, like the Mariners and the schedule that they have to do every year is difficult and. Any team from the NFL that has to go play in London is going to be rough and those sort of things. But, mm-hmm. yeah, F1's a little unique on that. What draft pick uh, would make the best Formula One driver? Well, the, the punter, speed, right? right? Yeah, well, it's, well, it's the about punter. speed, so it would probably be the running back. Oh, yeah. Well, they got to fit in that small Wait, car. What's the tallest F1 driver? Yeah, There's a good question. There. Uh, There's been guys well, over six feet probably tall. Probably Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah, right yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I'm you, going punter. I'm thinking the Dixon guy. Maybe this is what they're talking about. He's so versatile. He can. Well, there are he, he can only punt. That, that have won races recently. Yeah. Were, were you? Were you not? He clearly is is the best punter in the draft. Were you surprised though that they spent no. a fifth round pick? No, there was three. There was two more punters that went in that round, and another one in the sixth after that. Their punters started to go. There was a run on punters. <laughs> like a fantasy draft, <laughs> man. A run on so, punters. Um, but I like what Hugh said earlier. Is like, yeah, I mean, if if you would have told me over the weekend they would have traded up to get a punter in the fifth round, what did he say? That's like something I never would have thought I would come out of their mouth. Uh, well, I mean, I think you guys were asking a question last segment. Um, the NFL draft scout ratings that your last guest Dane and uh, yeah. Rob Rang collaborate on had him as a third round projected yeah. pick. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, um, I don't think it was any look. Look, I I, I like the pick. Like this, that guy can play for you for ten plus years. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, there's value right. in that. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't see any issue with it. And I, I mean, I, people want to talk about they didn't take an offensive lineman until after. Well, look, we talked about how, how often did we talk about it last re, uh, recent weeks that there isn't exactly a starting job open outside of right tackle. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. got four of their five spots pretty well written down in pen at this point in time with, with Dwayne Brown, Ethan Posick, Justin Britt, and DJ Fluker. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there was going to be a ton available there anyway. So you're main, and and they're, you know, at least encouraged by the depth that they have with, with Jordan Roos and um George Fant and Reese Odiambo to some extent and want to see what they look like under a new coach. So there was not going to be a ton added to the line during the draft. It just wasn't going to happen. How much did they jump up to pick the punter? How many picks? Oh not many. 
it was um I think they went from one fifty six to one forty nine, so seven spots. So somebody was taking him though. They knew somebody or or somebody deked him into thinking they were gonna take either way, but they're like, Hey, you know what? We want this guy. Sure. Let's and, go. And you traded one of the final ten picks in right. the draft to do it. Like, who cares? Right. Like I, I, I don't see the big deal in it. Yeah. Um, who do you, of of the entire group, who is the the one guy that just, you know, so far you've you've digested this now over the weekend. Uh, that you, that you're most intrigued about, like the most. Oh, uh, is it this fairly obvious well, that it's Shaquem Griffin? Well, it well that's that's interesting in its own right. Uh, the thing is, I like the draft class, yeah. so I like a lot of them. I like Will Disley. I think that's a really good fit for him. I like Rashad Penny. I think he's a, great, a really impressive running back from college and did a lot of great things at San Diego State. I like the punter. I think that's going to be a really cool thing to watch. So, and then obviously Shaquem Griffin added to that is going to be. Uh, you know, its own really interesting story. Sure. In some regards, Alex Alex Magoo too. The last the quarterback they took in the seventh round, the second quarterback they've taken their entire tenure here. There's there's interest in seeing what he can do. So, I don't know if there's one that really jumps off the page at me and says that's the one guy I want to watch. I think there's several guys that are going to be really intriguing that it can help them this year. Right, Magoo is the interesting is, is because again you you can't I just like saying Magoo. Well, I love saying Magoo. <laughs> I love the idea of everybody dressing up like Mr. Magoo to go to games. Uh, we, you can't always hang this on everybody, but again, you look at the Hasselbeck was a sixth round pick, I think. Uh, Brady was Brady sixth Brady or seventh. Was, yeah, same pick. Luke Falk just got one ninety nine overall. Right. So you know th- this this idea that guys can come out of that. You know, you think ah, so what they do? Well, maybe he's going to be somebody down the road. You just never know. You, you don't know. Um, one thing that Schneider said that was at least interesting was that Butch Davis like couldn't stop singing the praises of the guy, and that mm-hmm. that, that was his coach at FIU. So, mm-hmm. um. You know, and Butch Davis has NFL experience as well, and and at least there there's something at least intriguing about him in that regard. So he's coming off a collar broken collarbone from their bowl game, um, which I think is uh, you know something to at least keep an eye on. But they saw enough interesting in him to to bring him in, and it'll be fun to see how that plays out. Going back to the the the, the punting situation, because you you know more about his contract situation uh, than than any of us. The John Ryan, if they were to cut him, they would save what? Uh, they, I think I'm trying to remember. Like a, isn't a couple million? Man. I think it's somewhere around three. Okay. Uh, I want to say that they'd take 1.7 million of a dead, dead, uh, dead money cap hit, but they would still save, I want to say two point. There's no way he's on the team. I mean, they drafted a guy in the fifth round. Well, can you, can you think of a, a possibility? They draft this guy in the fifth round and yet they go into the season with John Ryan still on the roster. Yeah. If Michael Dixon, Malik McDowell's. Or well, comes out and... Well, he's Australian. There's always a chance or, or, some yeah. type of ATV or, or, or doom buggy. Or comes out and um, looks like Roberto Aguayo is a punter. And something really... I mean... <laughs> ah, you're right. It, it, it can happen, but I, I think the likelihood of that yeah. coming along... They, they, I'm going to tell you, their, their past draft history, they need him to be legit. Because if he's not... They're gonna get. They're gonna get killed. Well, if they if if this if he's not and the rest of the draft class is okay, people will eventually forget about it. If he's not and the rest of this draft class is no good, he's gonna be the bell cow around which all well, the critics has, hang. Has Johnny Hecker not given Seattle fits no. as a punter in no, his but, own right with the Rams? But Gas's right. point is yeah. spot on, though. If 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 this group, which their groups here last recently have struggled, mm. if this group struggles again. Sure, and but if he's one of them and is not and he can't beat out John Ryan, then people are going to be like, yeah. okay, they've lost their way. Yeah, right. I, uh, like I said, I, the the chances of Michael Dixon not being on the roster in favor of John Ryan are are small. Sure, uh, you, but they're 
there's obviously a couple scenarios. Do you know what else he can do with a ball that apparently none of us know? Uh, well, I think he can aware? kick it to where it spins multiple directions. You kick uh, the point of the ball and so forth to get it to spin a different direction cool. to where it can wow. stop and stuff like that. I think th- those are the things that he's speaking to. Okay. I mean, beyond that, I don't know. I mean, Australian yeah. rules football means you're, you're kicking the ball like a passer would throw it. Like right. you've got to lead guys, so you got to know how to kick it on a level to where you're basically leading a guy out ahead and different trajectories and stuff. So it's like flighting your eight iron down. Fuck, yeah. You know, he's, he's I, I can't do that. Yeah. I, I, I will say having been to an Aussie rules football game yeah. once in my life, I'm astonished. It's never caught on anywhere else. Cause it's so fun okay. and so exciting. And since it's Australia, you can bet on the game you're watching oh. right down below. You get your beer and you get God your meat America. pie and you put a bet on the game. <laughs> Did you go meat pie? Oh, yeah, sure God, I love pie. a good meat pie. Meat pie. Think of how many Australian kickers we've seen come over and be punters. Right. Yeah, I mean, from back with, what was it, Darren Bennett with the, the Chargers to yeah. Sav Rocca, who uh, Michael Dixon mentioned on his conference call, mm-hmm. to Brad Wing, I believe, is Australian as well. There's been a number of guys that have done it. And, mm-hmm. you know, because of the background in that game and rugby and so forth that they've found success in being able to do so. Just to be clear, and I know you mentioned this earlier, and some of the national media will screw this one up, and I always get it. Trey Flowers is going to be a cornerback. He's a cornerback. He's a cornerback. He's, God, a, cornerback. he's a huge cornerback, He's man. a very, yeah, 6'3", 202, I believe is what he was listed at, and with arms oh. just a tick under 34 inches. Yeah. I mean, that is their prototypical size sort of quarterback cornerback ratio. So uh, the only reason I brought it up earlier when, when we were with the roundtable mm-hmm. is the fact that you had at least two or three of the uh, draft grade analysts I saw blasting them for not drafting a cornerback. They they, right. they 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 did draft a quarterback. Yeah. You weren't paying attention, right? Right. So you know that's that's just makes you chuckle. Um, anything else stand out from the draft to you? Um, at, just at in large general, or, just in, Seahawks at large, yeah. Um, the fact that so many running backs went early this year, I think, was interesting. I mean, Shift in philosophy in the league. Oh, I think it was just. I think it speaks more so to this group of running backs being a little bit better than it collectively as, as you've seen in a while. Um, I think that's part of it. Um, obviously, the for the five quarterbacks going in the first round, um, you can question. I think Josh Allen's going to be a problem for Buffalo, and they had to trade up to go get him. But I, I think Josh Rosen in Arizona could be a really good fit for him. Hmm. Um, I, I like Rosen. I, I I think the the red ass that he's got a little yeah bit sure he's got a lot of it yeah. I I love all, all the quarterbacks have a little quirk there there isn't yeah. nerd quarterback among the five of them they all have a little personality to them yeah so I I think you know I think that's interesting um and as I mentioned at the end of the the roundtable earlier just um I, I don't envy Russell Wilson seeing Von Miller and Bradley Chubb um no right out of the gates in week one that could be a little bit difficult. To handle uh, Hugh early when I had Hugh on. Did you listen to the Hugh interview? We actually were down here napping. Yeah, I, just, I wasn't asleep. Well, you were you were slightly just, asleep. Nobody naps when Hugh Millen's talking, yeah. pal. Nobody who knows anything naps when Hugh's on the air. He used the word mesomorphic. Okay. Do you know what that means? Uh, I would assume sort of shifting in like properties. Yeah. Pertaining to or having a muscular or sturdy body uh, build characterized by the relative prominence of structures developed from. Okay, I was off. Hughes on I was another level. Metamor- I was thinking metamorphic, not mesomorphic. Hughes, Hughes looking for the fifth dimension. Uh, he is looking for. The I, I mean, he's dimension. wondering why everybody still is stuck in the third when he, he found the fourth he's, years ago and is now looking. for You the would fifth. probably know what it meant. He's like, well, I think it's mesomorphic. I, I think that's the word. I mean, I have no I'm, idea. I'm like you, I have no. You're asking me. 
I got no clue. Hey, well, you guys will like this, the legendary yeah. time, and, and, and I got destroyed by my old co- my old partner when, when I said, oh, yeah, uh-huh, the time Feinstein brought up the stimp meter, and I'm like, well, yeah, right, uh-huh, and I'm like, the stimp meter? <laughs> Are you, I mean, you I buy, both would be okay I, with it. I know it. exactly what it is. I'm I, sure yeah, you do. Yeah. Do you think I had any clue well, I, what I the worked, stimp meter I was? I worked on a golf course maintenance staff for a summer yeah. up at Suquamie Ridge. I'm Feinstein, well aware of what it is. Feinstein yeah. brought it up like it was a quarter oh, pounder sure. with cheese. Well, you know, the stimp meter. I'm like, yeah, right, of course. Of course, course everyone, meter. everyone. Well, I what is it rolling at? 13? <laughs> of course. Yeah, I did 220, 221. <laughs> I had no idea. And still don't. I'm, I I, I kind of oh. know what the stimp meter does because I, oh. I then after that, but I, you oh. know, come on. I'll explain it to you during the break. I, I, I'm looking forward to the break. God bless you. Uh, great work this weekend. You were Thanks. all over it. Nice job. Uh, get some sleep. What, what what What's the next important Seahawks date? Hang on a minute. Why is everybody who covered the draft have to get some sleep? Was it that much work? Well, it's long. Ugh, 13, 13 hours. 14 day, hours. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, but you got some sleep that night, didn't you? Oh, oh that really? night. A little bit. He's got it right, though. He's got. You didn't get up to watch races in the middle of the night in some other part of the world. Yeah. I, I kind of, well, sort that's of. true. I mean, <laughs> that, that's a fair point. You didn't have to watch the race. Well, I, I, I watched it on my own time, yeah. but yeah, yeah, okay. still, but yeah. Uh, you did a great job. Find uh, uh, Curtis's work up at sportsradio.kjr.com. When's the next important date for the Seahawks? Well, their rookie minicamp starts Friday. Starts Friday. There so you'll be out there? That's, I Can will you be out, out there? there. That's all. Yeah, that's uh, only rookies. So draftees, undrafted free agents, guys that don't have a, a year of accrued service time. And If I hear your first class. report, Michael Dixon doesn't look good, I'm going to be drinking uh, heavily. Okay, that's wonderful. I'm assuming he's going to kick a ball through a window at there this we point go. in time. 